The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win and this was a learning experience and that's why I call myself a generational talent Carmelo Hayes because you know I'm going to get better from this and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss I really will try me thank you for your time yeah. hello and welcome to the NXT cast I'm your host Don DeLorente and I'm joined by Miss Simi what's going on Miss Simi Hello, how's it going? I'm good, I'm good. We're back on our familiar playground here, uh, the <laughs> NXT cast, as we've uh, been over on the WrestleCast proper the last uh, couple of episodes, so, yes. you know, change of pace, so I hope everybody uh, enjoyed the family gathering uh, that we had for the holidays, <laughs> you know. Yes, it was fun to record. Yes, like every family gathering, we had a lot of laughs. We had a, <laughs> you know, a few disagreements, and uh, you know, but it wouldn't be the holidays if we didn't have a few disagreements in my family. Exactly. But we exactly. all love each other, and I hope you guys enjoyed the program as much as we enjoyed recording it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yes. Um, we're here, last episode before 2023. So, you know, Miss Simi, you get the golden ticket as your voice will be the last one heard here on the CSPN when we talk about wrestling. So we're going to do it. We're going to do a year review, <laughs> kind of talk about some of the major things that happened uh, that stood out. And uh, after we get through with our review of uh, this past week's edition of NXT. So. Uh, before we get into that, Miss Simi, anything you'd mm -hmm. like to uh, to talk about prior to getting started? Any albums coming out tomorrow? Uh, mm. Kind of weak period for for albums, but sometimes some good albums sneak in during this time of year. Mm, not that I know of. I did listen to "Endigo" by RM from BTS. A very very good album. He had Erica Badu on the first song, and I was like, let's fucking go it's a very great album very good very chill i haven't listened to scissor's album yet i'm gonna do it. it's just with scissor she sings she sings a lot of like lonely girl music like i wish i had a man i'm so sad and lonely and i can't mm. i'm like oh i can't relate to this and i know you don't have to like relate to every say like every single song but most of the songs it's about how you know she just wants a companion i'm like oh I don't feel that. So. <laughs> so, so hopefully, you know, this will be better for me. But she is very talented and she's very beautiful. So I'm still going to listen to it. But I'm probably not going to like maybe 50% of it because it's going to be a lot of probably that. So <laughs> we'll see. We got Julius Creed to start yes. off NXT. Your favorite Creed of them all. Yes. He's ready to prove a point against Jordan Devlin McDonough, even if Brutus ate all the green bean casserole. <laughs> Brutus is by himself on that. I, what is in a green bean casserole? It's just green beans? Green beans, like the French onion uh, mix and like fried uh, the, the crisps on top. It's not good. <sighs> that is it. Anything. No, Anything. I just put green beans in the air fryer with like some oh, seasoning. Making French? Yeah. Hmm. Delicious. Especially like the long, like the Asian ones. They like right. they're like really long and like spirally. Right. You put those in the air fryer for a little bit. Don't put it for too long because then they'll burn. Right. And then they'll get chewy. Right. Learn that the hard way. Not so, great. So, so what? Like four minutes, five minutes. What's the temperature? Mm. That's also key, I'm sure. Yeah. I do like 
not past like a 300 no, so okay. like in the lows like five to like seven minutes so they're nice and crispy but before i season them salt pepper onion powder there's this chili garlic powder it's really nice and hot and then you put extra garlic in it you give it a good mixy mix let it you know marinate for a little bit and then you stick it in the air fryer mm, delicious seasoned and spicy yums and that was this week's edition of <laughs> Cooking with Simi. Hey. <laughs> uh, Jordan Devlin McDonough is glad that the holidays are over so people don't have to pretend that they like their families anymore. Uh, or you. So, so that brings us to Julius Creed versus Jordan Devlin McDonough. McDonough grabs a standing Spanish fly for a double knockdown, but Julius catches him up on top. That's broken up, but McDonough misses the moonsault. That allows Julius to hit that basement lariat for the pin, and Julius Creed is your winner. That's right. I was nervous. I was just like, ooh, favorite diamond, don't you lose. Don't you lose, favorite diamond. I Again, I don't think they're gonna off. win the tag team titles because I think Julius Creed is about to go. No, no, I like them together. I know. I didn't say they're gonna break up, but I just think that Julius Creed is about to embark no. on a singles run. No barbershop windows right now. We can't do it. He's too money. <gasps> I know. But that's why he's my favorite diamond, but still. And they got I like them together. They gotta groom somebody to take over the number one babyface spot for a Braun. Cause I, I don't know yeah. if he's gonna make it past Royal Rumble. Oh, why not up? Oh, because he's gonna Yeah. Yeah. I'm not seeing it. But he's probably gonna be like, Well Yeah. But I like them together. And again, it pisses me off that fucking that blockhead is such a good ass wrestler because <laughs> damn this was a good match. Yeah. Why are you such a horrible person that you're so good at wrestling? Damn it! Only thing I can make fun of you is your stupid dumb head. <laughs> it pisses me off. Yeah, Jordan, Mc, like I said, uh, if you would have asked me who has kind of been the unsung hero of NXT, it would have been him. JD McDonough, because he's had a, lot a of, he's, he's had a lot of great matches and a lot of good feuds. All his feuds have been mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, uh, he's in all his weird glory. <laughs> <laughs> After the match, end this year, they're here to take issue to finally issue the challenge to the Creeds for New Year's Evil in two weeks. So looks like it's yeah. finally going down. Straight up violence. Yes! It's on the menu. That, oh my gosh. So which one? Big meaty men slapping meat. Which one is Brutus Creed going to try to suplex, suplex first? Veer. Wait, is Veer the taller one? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. so he's going to go with him first. Because he's just like, mm, tall? Yeah, let's go. He's going to go with him first. I... This match is going to be great. I'm very excited. Very excited. Because Indusheer can also wrestle very well. Even though they haven't showed them wrestling that much. Mm-hmm. But like the few matches that they've had, it's just like they're very impressive. Mm-hmm. I just, I want to see more of them. I guess it's just like, they're like, it's a, um, it's a, oh my God, what am I saying? I forgot the word. I forgot the word I was thinking of. Privilege? Not privilege. It's a, fuck, I don't remember. I don't remember the word I was thinking, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's like they they don't want to like wrestle too much because it's like a gift for them to do it. But I wish we would have seen a little bit more of them wrestling because the like the little bit that we've seen have been very impressive. But I'm very very excited. Tony D says he isn't worried about uh, Dijak or Wesley. He says especially mm-hmm. Dijak because Stacks took care of him last week. Then the schism, they talk about how different they are than everyone else, but this is their best life. They're on one, or they are one. They are one, like as a, you know, mm-hmm. viable group. Yeah. 
If they just didn't talk. Yeah. Yeah. If they were just grizzly young veterans. Because <laughs> right. I, I actually like them better as this, like, group thing that they're doing right now without trying to be like, we're whatever, because that other dark wizardry stuff did not work for me. Mm-hmm. So I like this, like, better than what they were doing before. It's just, I just wish it wasn't this weird whatever that they're doing. I don't know if they're, like, doing, like, a fight club, like, his name was <laughs> whatever, like, so it's just <laughs> a little weird. But they're very, they're good as a group. Like, I do like them because I like Brazilian veterans. I think Joe Gacy is a really, is a good wrestler, and he is really good at the character stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just you got to give him, like, a good character because he can just, like, he can do it. Like the dark wizardry stuff, I hate it just because it was weird dark wizardry things. But he was like good in it, mm-hmm. so like he can do like a, a character or whatever. Like he's good at that, and he is good on the mic. It's just like the gimmick is not, it's not given, mm-hmm. you know. Just be grizzly young veterans. Right, right. Bye. We had a grudge match of sorts as Cora Jade took on Wendy Chu. Wendy Chu hits a suplex and gets a small package for a two count. Wendy Chu follows that up with a full Nelson slam for another two count. Then she hits the Vader bomb and pins Cora Jade. And Wendy Chu is victorious. I really liked this match. This was really, really good. Cora Jade and Wendy have like a a good little chemistry going. Mm-hmm. I like them and um I like them infused together. So I was just like, ooh, this is nice. And then Wendy wasn't given her regular jovial Wendy self. Just like with Oscar wasn't given Jolly Oscar. She wasn't given, you know, the jovial Wendy. She was not the happy sleepy. She was the angry sleepy. She's the sleepy that I get when you wake me up. <laughs> How dare you when it's too early and now I'm grumpy and I would like to pop your head off like a zit. That's the anger she was given. She was given that sleepy. That fucks with it. I like it. It was a very good match. I really very much enjoyed it. I like the edge to Wendy Chu. Yes. Shows that she can at least go to that dynamic if she's pushed. Mm-hmm. So it adds another layer to the character, which I, I really enjoy. Uh, Eichmann Jiro is ready to stop scripts. Uh, from using the power of the jacket. Oh, Eichmann. He was very angry as well. I was just like, ooh, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Josh Briggs gives Fallon Henley a pep talk before she faces Keanu James. Brooks Jensen insists he's on her side, eventually clarifying that he means he's on Fallon Henley's side. He's a liar. The (laughs) weakest link. (laughs) All right, we got Eichmann Yero versus Scripps. They head up top with Yero getting shoved down. That leaves Scripps to hit the top rope flipping seat at Sinton for the pin. Boo. Boo. No Not a horrible match, but I hate this gimmick. I do. I don't like it. I just, I, I can't get past it. I can't even appreciate the flippy dippity shit that they were doing because this goddamn gimmick pisses me off. <laughs> God, it wasn't a bad match. Like, um, before you were scripts, Reggie, I'm calling you Reggie because this shit's bad. <laughs> he was good at the flippy dippy things and he was fun and he was like a good wrestler and he had potential. Eichmann Jiro, I really enjoy. So, like, they had a pretty good match. It's just the gimmick was blinding me from seeing it. Because of fringe on this hat. I hate it. Well, we had (laughs) the new edition Lara Valkyria I cannot say her name but uh, L- Valkyria yeah Valkyria thank you mm-hmm. taking on the one and only you can't clone me last legend yes. 
and arm drag sends Slash Legend to the outside, but she pulls Valkyrie out with her for a chop. Back in, Valkyrie hits kick to the head, sending up a top rope splash for the win. Boo. You know what's annoying? People are always like, Lash Legend, she's so green. She and so that's why they're like all these criticism and booing her, even though we really know what it is, it's racism. But you see this Miss Little Valkyrie girl who is way greener, but you all the cheers, all the oh, but it's fine. Okay. Sure. Because like um Lash, she's looking much smoother. She's looking more confident. She was carrying that match. She carried that match. It was it was an okay match. Pretty good match, you know, two still newer people. Mm-hmm. And you know, they could they could, you know, they just need more ring time. But Lash carried that match. And I didn't hear anything about it, but they're gonna all these cheers for Lana Valkyrie girl, which no hit against you, girl. You have a fine gimmick, except when she gets on the ring and she just screams. I'm like, all right, relax, calm down. I get it, relax, calm down. But I didn't see anything about you know, Dockery and whatever when she was doing when she had her little stumbles and she was a little late here. That nothing, nothing. But let Lash make one mistake. And all of a sudden, she's unsafe. All of a sudden, she shouldn't be on TV. All of a sudden, ma 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 ma. All of a sudden, Lash is trash. I see your racism. I see it. I don't appreciate it. But it was a pretty good. It was an okay match. Let's see more of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I thought Lash looked uh, much improved in this. I thought that she looked confident. I thought that she looked strong. She looked... Um, like she wasn't afraid of hurting someone. Remember how we talked about how mm-hmm. tentative she'd been after hurting Amari Miller? Yeah. And how we thought that was kind of maybe holding her back as well. Mm. And what we always talk about too, the size differential wasn't as great. Yes. Uh, with this particular young lady as well. So I think that probably helps Lash Legend out as well. Uh, with the you know size disparity not being as great as it has been in some of her mm-hmm. past matches against some of her opponents, uh, Toxic Attraction they're ready for the rebuild and the rebrand uh, after their biggest loss, of course, Mandy Rose. Yeah. Um, Braun Breaker he just wants to hurt Grayson Waller, but of course <laughs> Grayson Waller isn't here. So Grayson Waller sends in a video and brags about how much smarter he is than Braun Breaker. He said that he's back in Sydney, Australia and brags about how awesome the city really is. He says he's ready to win the NXT title and they can sign the contract next week and Braun smashes the TV the video plays on. And like the lockers, I'm like, Braun! That costs money! (laughs) I know you're like freaking... Your, I know who your uncle or your daddy is, but damn, not all of us can afford it, Brian. Don't let the anger get the best of you. Channel it, please. The Sism taking on Idris Sinefe, Odyssey Jones, and Malik Blade. The Sism sends Jones to the outside for six straight suicide dives until they finally knock him down. Back in, double doomsday device into the double code breaker into the handspring lariat finishes off Idris Anofe and the Sism are your winners. Another good match. This was a really, I really enjoyed this match. Very much. I was just like, damn, I wish the schism wasn't the schism. And Ava Rain, what did you say to Booker T? Because he looked very afraid of you and also kind of annoyed, but mostly afraid. So, <laughs> But this was a really good match. I wonder if they're going to get like a lady to kind of like counteract Ava Rain. Because have you seen her wrestle? I think once. Yeah, I think once. Okay. Because, you know, she needs to get in that ring too. But I enjoy this match very much. I think these six have like um, some good things going. And again, I like the teamwork of um, GYV. 
always love the teamwork of GYV. And then Joe Gacy um, fit pretty well in there. It's just they should have been GYV instead of Schism. <laughs> but they worked really well together, and I like the match. I thought Big Odyssey Jones definitely looked good. You know, he was one of the rising young stars before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of taking him a little bit of time as far as in-ring to to get back to a level that he was at. But I think that he's starting to maybe get back to that level. Yeah. And I think working with these two, like working in a group too, helps mm-hmm. with that too. Right. Right. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, they're ready for a pair of big <laughs> matches next week against Car- uh, against Apollo Crews, excuse me, and Axiom, respectfully. So... <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Oh, poor Mackenzie. She's so tired of everybody. Oh, she's so tired. She's like, can't I can't wait for this year to be over. She's tired. <laughs> but I love this. It was great. Um, yeah, so she didn't uh get uh Big Buddy Javi this week. She got No. She got Carmella and Trick. The Big Body Believers needed Javi. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> Uh, Kiana James taking on Fallon Henley for the rights to the bar. Henley hits James with the face buster for a two count. Henley trips James, setting up the running knee to the face for the pin and the rights to the bar. So Fallon Henley retains uh, the bar. So good for her. Mm-hmm. In another good match. <laughs> I keep staying throughout this whole. This was really good. I really like this match. Except. Fallon Henley, the, the the gear, it's giving Confederate flag motif, and I don't like that. And I'm like, mm, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like Confederate flag motif. It's given, I'm trying not to, mm, because I really like her little ass. I'm like, mm. <laughs> mm. Kiana, Kiana James, so good. I've always liked her, but I'm like, yes. Again, this big purse that she put her glasses into, love that. That was fun. I would appreciate her stealing that that weak-minded boy away if he, if he didn't annoy me so very much. I would enjoy that storyline more, but I'm like, oh, weak link, weak link. <laughs> but this is a really good match between them, so I enjoyed that very much. Roxanne Perez still isn't used to being women's champion, but she's going to do everything she can to honor the title. Oh, that was a cute little promo. I was like, aw. She just she wants to like kind of be up to snuff and wants to like be part of that legacy and like be somebody who adds to it. I was just like, oh, look at this cute little baby face. Look at this cute little baby face. So it was very a very nice promo. Look at that. Us seeing both our champions on the show speaking. <laughs> wild. Wild times. It's time for the Jew Gulak Invitational featuring him grappling with three young stars as Hank Walker watches. Gulak takes all of them down with varying levels of ease for the tap outs. After that ends with no drama, Charlie Dempsey comes out to challenge Walker for the next for next week. And uh, yeah, that's not going to be a very pleasant situation next week. Mm. I enjoy Drew Gulak. (laughs) At first, I didn't understand him and his PowerPoints. I was like, why does he? I'm confused. But quickly got into it and I was like I enjoy you and I didn't I didn't enjoy him getting bullied all the time I'm like he's just trying to do his job <laughs> let him do his job so this was cool I I'm here for like him kind of mentoring Hank because mm-hmm. he's really really he's a really really good wrestler right. so like him kind of like mentoring a new person I kind of like the storyline of Hank wanting to learn and then him learning from him and then Charlie Dempsey and all his Timothy Thatcher, I'm going to beat you up energy. Love that. So that's going to be really, really cool and really fun. I miss his PowerPoints, but this is cool. Well, Wes Lee is going to take on Tony D for that North American title. Right hands are cut off with a toss power bomb out of the corner. D'Angelo, instead of going for the pin, goes after Wesley's leg instead. That's when Dijak comes out to go after Stax. Then Wesley hits the standing backflip Pele kick to retain the North American title. Evil White Morpheus, again. 
evil white Morpheus strikes again. <laughs> God, this was a great match. This was a really good match. I enjoy this match very much. Again, I love Tony D'Angelo fine and sweat. It just makes me happy. <laughs> I really, I like their chemistry together. I like the, like, you know, the flippy things that Wesley was doing versus, like, the strongman things that Tony D was doing. It was a really good match. But when all of a sudden he decides to go out on my seat, that's how I know you're going to lose. You're wasting valuable time because if something about Wesley, he's going to kick out of some shit and you're giving him ample time to recover. So this was really good. I enjoyed this. I like Wesley as North American Championship. Like that, like he's like fighting a whole bunch of people. This is very good. Uh, they've told a great story with Wesley over this year. Mm-hmm. Um, with him, you know, winning the Dusty Classic, then yeah, I'm having to give the titles up uh, after winning the tag team titles. And uh, going on this journey as a as a singles wrestler, uh, basically mm-hmm. starting at the bottom, working his way to the North American title. So I really enjoyed his story all season. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, Tony D, uh, very good wrestler. Don't yeah. think that he gets enough credit just for his wrestling. I know that, you know, everybody sees the character and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that, but uh, the in-ring is definitely there too. So you have to give him his props as well. Yeah. I'm so glad he can actually wrestle because I was all in for the character. As soon as I was just like, yep, give me that. Please be able to wrestle. Please be able to wrestle. And then he could. I was like, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, Miss Simi, Simi, any uh, more final thoughts on NXT before we move on to our next topic? It was a really fun show. I enjoyed all the matches on the card. Um, I'm very, very excited about this Creed Brothers versus Indusheer King. I'm actually interested to see where Toxic Attraction is going to go from here, if they're going to go um, to the main roster or if, you know, they're going to try to recruit another third or something. I think people were saying maybe Chelsea Green was going to come. Mm. Yep, I was hearing so, that. Yeah. So, but I, I want to see them as just them two without needing, like, a third person or, like, a quote-unquote leader because mm-hmm. I think they can do it. Like, I know before I was saying, like, there was something that wasn't curling all the way over with them. It seemed like they were, like, three individuals, kind of. But sadly, <laughs> they were finally, like, getting it together towards the end. And then Mandy Rose got fired. So I kind of want to see that, more of that going forward. Because, like, especially after, like, that Halloween thing, once they showed a little bit more of their personalities, like, they can, like, really do comedy. I was like, okay, I'm in. So I'm excited for that. Um, I want to. I'm really excited about this Carmelo and Axiom thing. Uh, Wesley versus Tony D was really interesting, even if Evil White Morpheus came and ruined things. But <laughs> I very much enjoyed this show. I thought it was really good. Enjoyed all the matches. I thought it flowed well. Yeah, there was some really good wrestling uh, on this week's edition of NXT. So if you are into matches over interviews and angles definitely a a good week to watch nxt because these were some very good matches now what we're going to turn to is we're going to turn to the 2022 year in review um it started off with the big talk of cody rhodes leaving his vice president perch at aew and returning to WWE. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it was a it was a major at the time, major development started to show maybe some some cracks and some and some and some things that were yet to come behind mm-hmm. the scenes of 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 AEW. Tony Khan buys Ring of Honor and announces that CM Punk is coming back. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin 
Remember him? Yeah. He wrestled at WrestleMania yeah. this year. Yeah. Remember when we thought that was the biggest story? Yep. That could possibly happen in wrestling. Oh no. Well, but then. <laughs> then, Sasha Banks and Naomi. They didn't see eye to eye with Vince and the other parts of creative. And they took a walk. Mm -hmm. And they kept walking, and we haven't seen them since. CM Punk, he had a meltdown (laughs) at Media Scrum after All Out. It resulted in a fight. Suspensions, firings, still a, a mystery as far as exactly the blow by blow of what happened. I'm sure there's NDAs all over the place over there. Mm-hmm. People, what happened to Larry? Yeah, some people can't <laughs> talk about the specifics of the incident that took place. And yeah. Of course, the biggest story in 2022, Vince McMahon has to retire amid allegations of sexual misconduct, hush payments, and uh, WWE has turned over to Stephanie McMahon, Triple H is brought back, and Nick Khan is kind of demoted a little bit, and uh, we got a new regime. And uh, WWE for the first time in over 40 years. Yeah. There's a lot of crazy things that happened this year. I didn't think, uh-huh. but I thought Cody and Stone Cold were going to be the things that people will remember the most, that would stand out the most. Especially so Stone Cold. Um, mm-hmm. At WrestleMania coming back. Like, that's definitely going to be the biggest story of wrestling 2022 man who's always held his personal um, legacy in such a high regard that you know regardless of all the money and all the opportunities he, he would never come back in and truly wrestle um, and then he, he actually did that and, and looked good and, and had a fantastic weekend and people were talking um, yeah. definitely thought that was going to be the biggest story but nope however <laughs> however comma however his, uh, his former his boss uh, Vince McMahon you know this is uh, what they call the age of enlightenment so uh, the things that you know people have done or people do will be easily discovered now we're in like that time that they say mm-hmm. so that's the reason why you're hearing more and more of this coming about this is kind of the age that we're in as people are getting quote unquote exposed on a more frequent basis, on a more frequent basis. Yep. and uh, it was Vince McMahon's turn this time good and uh, don't be a creepy predatory man and then it'll be fine yeah, and we're about to recycle the the year, and we're about to have a bunch of firsts in WWE. Yeah. Um, first Royal Rumble, first WrestleMania. Um, you know, a lot of things that are gonna happen without Vince. Uh, first main roster war games. <laughs> yes. Uh. It could be coming. Yes, 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 yes. It was a great experience to see Triple H do that, bringing mm-hmm. that match back, bringing it to the main roster. Uh, Trip, uh, Shawn Michaels, in turn, had to create another match that he hit a home run with uh, in NXT. So now mm-hmm. they've got another match that they can kind of use as their big feud blow-off match and still have four games be a part of the main roster. So... Things work out good for them on two fronts there. Um, I thought a big underscore kind of thing that happened was Triple H going from, you know, almost dead and no power to, you know, effectively, you know, head of creative and, 
you know, second in command of the whole thing. Uh, his year yeah. has been crazy. Right. Um, and just thankfully he was able to, you know, be healthy enough to take on the job or take mm-hmm. on the role. Um, you know, hopefully he's getting a lot of help in, in the day to day and uh, keeping his stress levels at a certain point that are manageable. But yeah, I mean, you know, what if what if things don't go as good with Triple H and right. like who would they have turned to in that time of crisis like that? Right. Um, that would have been very interesting, but glad we didn't have to 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 embark upon that. But yeah, I thought uh, Triple H definitely um, deserves a lot of a lot of credit for you know the year that he's had uh, persevering, kind of just sticking around and and sometimes being away from it was his best uh, best medicine, I guess. Um. CM Punk's year, definitely crazy. Um, like I said, Haley's comment just flashed across. I mean, from that very first rampage where he debuted and came out and you know set the wrestling world on fire to mm-hmm. all out where you know the flame out happened. Just so much, um, so much that happened. And I guess it kind of shed a light on how much politics goes on in wrestling backstage mm-hmm. and how cliquish it is. It can be, especially when you have uh, people kind of feeling like we got other people imposing on the owner's ear and uh, the direction that things should go. Right. And- but like, you kind of knew that, though. I can. I was just like, yeah, it's clearly like a big old click, because <laughs> like you could just see it in who was like getting TV time and who was getting like most of the stories and stuff like that. I just didn't think it was gonna end in like real fisticuffs. I thought it was gonna be fake fisticuffs, <laughs> mm-hmm. but no. Yeah, and uh, and so, you know. Like I said earlier, uh, when we talked about the CM Punk, the chant went from WWE fans using it to voice their opinions of wanting better, not being satisfied for so many years. That was the, that's what that meant when the crowd would go into that. And, you know, it would just kind of be a nod to him that, hey, you're right. He only gives us, you know, the bare minimum but only because he can not because he can do you know he can do much better mm-hmm. and to see fans in AEW after he came back to them that nobody ever thought he would openly chant fuck CM Punk Woo! crazy it's just yeah it's just mind blowing cause like I when I was at the live show again the white man next to me started a CM Punk chant literally nobody joined in. Everyone was like, (laughs) people groaned and like cheered over him to be like, shut up. The fact that they were in Chicago, weren't they in Chicago when like, I guess the Bucks made those like Mm -hmm. uh, references. Right. And the fact that they did not get booed, (laughs) that people cheered, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Wild to me. Sasha Bates and Naomi. Oh. They formed a bond. And uh yeah, they they basically well Sasha Banks, I'm sure, was like, Nope, this is not about mm-hmm. to happen to me again. Right. Um, you know, every time I've had the you know, raw women's title, I've always had some fuckery happen, no defense, you snatched the rug out from under me. Uh, I had these tag team titles once. You snatched the rug out from under me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow you to do that again. Right. She said it in that Stone Cold interview. She was just like, I used to be happy for the pizza. I'm, I'm eating steak now <laughs> with vegetables. <laughs> like, because that's what I deserve. I was just like, it's right. Mm-hmm. It's true. And if Naomi comes back, you better make sure that they give you steak with vegetables money. 
because that's what you deserve. And now, one of the pure homegrown talents of mm-hmm. WWE is out on their own in this yep. vast wrestling landscape. As Sasha mm-hmm. Banks is going to go from the mean streets of Stanford, Connecticut, and WWE out to Tokyo, Japan at first to appear at Wrestle Kingdom, and who knows where else uh, she's going to appear as uh, she gets back into uh, business uh, mm-hmm. for herself. And uh, like you said, hopefully Naomi shows up somewhere uh, where she's highly compensated and taken care of, yeah. Yeah. not only financially but creatively as well, where she can. Yeah. Or she can showcase what she can really do in her and all of her talents again. Mm-hmm. So she deserves. Yeah, yeah, just a, a, a crazy year in wrestling, and and Cody, um, you know, and his broken titty <laughs> wrestling anyway. <laughs> oh man! You know, having a child cure, you know, ending racism on a daily basis. I mean, oh god. You know, there's, there's there's only so much that one man can do, uh, and that man is Cody Rhodes. Uh, so he's gonna be a big story coming into 2023. Uh, his return uh, is he gonna be the man to stop the reign of Roman Reigns, the 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 undisputed uh, you know champion? Is is he gonna be the one to? To, no. to come in and, 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 and hold up that title for his father the story that we were getting before uh, the injury happened um, wrestling contracts television contracts are coming up in 2024 so negotiations are going to take place in 2023 um, mm-hmm. this is a lot of speculation that maybe um, Raw and Smackdown move from Fox and USA respectively over to maybe Peacock streaming platform. Wait, really? Yeah, they're talking about it. They're talking about um, getting SmackDown away from Fox somehow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, AEW. um they're going to be in a different position than they were a few years ago because now there's new people um, in charge. They, they, um, you know, TNT, they had a merger. Um, oh. And so there's, there's new people at the top, and they've done some cuts um, since they've been in charge, and we'll see how kind of wrestling uh, fits into to what they want to do going forward or how important they view AEW's television, but Uh-oh. yeah, a lot of uh, like the NBA, their um, TV thing is coming up. So yeah, the NASCAR, their TV thing is coming up. There's quite a few yeah. of these uh, of these properties, uh, TV properties coming up this year. So you're gonna hear some ridiculous money talked about uh-huh. for the rights for these. Uh, for for these uh, basically basically, it's the only thing that people can put on TV live that people will stop mm-hmm. what they're doing and watch. And uh, okay. so that programming, that live programming, and that mm-hmm. uh, advertising is so mm-hmm. valuable. Right. And so that's the reason why the sports garner so much money. That's why the wrestling television content garner so much money that's the reason why Mm -hmm. they moved the business from oh we gotta have all these house shows and sell out every night to make money to oh guess what they're giving us uh you know they're gonna give us you know roughly 250 million for just our tv this year i think that'll cover it boss yeesh so much money (laughs) yeah not to mention what the saudi prince is gonna give us and Oh God! Uh, all these pay-per-views and these sellout shows, these big events and stuff, gonna give us, you know. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's, there's a lot of a lot of big money tied into live programming and WWE yeah. uh, falls underneath that umbrella, and they gonna get a good chunk of it. 
2023. But yeah. it may just, you know, the speculation of the sale and everything. I think that's kind of died mm-hmm. down since Vince got released. I mean, mm-hmm. retired or whatever you want to call it, whatever. Um, you don't hear as much about the sale, especially with mm-hmm. Triple H kind of hiring everybody back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, getting the budget back up mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, where it was prior. Um, so I, I don't know. I'd really like to hear Nick Khan's honest opinion about everything that's gone on in the last uh, eight months or so with Vince <laughs> and Triple H coming back and the rehires. I, I'd really like to hear a candid conversation. We don't need to hear from Nick Khan. <laughs> uh, so, Miss Emmy, what... Um, what what was kind of your 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 biggest i mean besides vince i think that Mm -hmm. stands alone yeah but uh out of everything else that kind of happened uh what was your biggest moment of the year i mean the most i guess there's the one the the most like personal was sasha and naomi leaving like walking out because i love those two team dad was my lady shield (laughs) Okay, it was Team Bad and it was The Shield, followed by Undisputed Era, and then New Day. Well, okay, but hold on. Team Bad, The Shield, New Day, Undisputed Era. Like, those are my factions. Those are my groups. So having them leave after, like, that, like, win at WrestleMania and how, like, how hard they work to make those tag teams, those women's tag teams, like, matter again, because I love women's tag teams. So that really, like... That was the most personal to me because I was like waiting for them to like come on back. I was waiting for Naomi's music. I was waiting for Sasha's music. I was waiting. So it's just like that was the most like personal to me. But the biggest, oh, baby, it's that media scrum. <laughs> it's that media scrum. Mm-hmm. The fact that coked out Tony Khan did absolutely nothing <laughs> to rein in CM Punk's rant. The fact that like it got so crazy that you got into fisticuffs with the CEOs with the with the EVPs. How are your EVP getting into fisticuffs with your employee? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You own part of a company. You can't do that. <laughs> and sir, you can't beef. You can beef with the EVPs, but you can't put hands on them. You're not a little scrappy. I hear putting paws on people. What are you doing? And now you ain't got no job. And your name is like two toy in the industry because people are like, well, CM Punk is going to CM Punk. That's wild to me. That, it was that, it was that scrub. I was just like, listen, how Cody left, how did it only take like three years for you, for this company to implode? Crazy. And then all the random different stories, people taking sides, the jokes. I was just here for the jokes. The jokes made me laugh. I was like, well, is Adam Page okay and not in trouble? Great. Now we can just laugh at everybody else. That was all I was worried about. And also Larry the dog. (laughs) Is the dog okay? Is Adam Page fine? Okay, let's go. It was that scrum. It was that media scrum. Hilarious to me. Drama. Drama. I was Tony Khan just watching it because that's what all you did. He was just watching. Made no effort to say, hey, shut up. Cut the mics. We're not doing it. Nope. It was the scrum. The scrum was the number one. Well, that scrum being number one changed the outlook of AEW going forward. And uh, they're still trying to recover as we yeah. get into 2023. So we'll see. Poor Moxley is still trying to go on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, see if, <laughs> we'll see if they can pull themselves up out of the, the mire and muck. And uh, MJF is going to try his best to, to lead them into 2023 and, uh, and, and get that stench off of them and distance himself from CM Punk. But. Don't be surprised if at some point CM Punk pops back up and we get a long form interview about what really happened. That uh, I don't wanna. 
Oh, it's coming. You know he likes to tell his side of the story. <sighs> and somebody gonna be waiting and give him the platform to do it. So. Well, Miss Simi, at this point, as we mm-hmm. wrap up 2022 here on the NXT casts, it's time to give the shout outs and thank yous to all the listeners for another great year of wrestling content provided to them by us and to us by NXT. <laughs> well, like I said on the dark match, shout out to you, Don, for putting up with me and my lack of knowledge in things wrestling. <laughs> putting up with Morant. Uh, thank you to the CSPN family and the WrestleCast family. The patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. All you guys in the hashtags and the listeners. It's really fun, you know, talking wrestling and knowing that people actually give a little bit of a fuck about my random tangents. So shout out to you. and Shout out to Sasha and Naomi still. I'm still going to do it. Shout out to you. Shout out to Miss Simi for joining me once again on the NXT cast. For joining me all year here on the CSPN. Had a lot of fun talking wrestling with you here on the free feed and also the Patreon feed as we've broken down AEW all year for the patrons. So I've uh, had a lot of conversations with you and it's been a blast each and every time. So thank you. Thank you to Moto the underscore Reese and Ms. Jates the Max for their contributions this year as well. Uh, cannot forget them. Samuel Kalunga coming back and helping us do the raw cast when he was yeah. It's always been a lot of fun uh, having Sam be a part of the show again. So uh, just thank you to everybody who was a part of things this year. We greatly appreciate it. You guys are retweeting the show, um, using the hashtags, finding us in our Twitter spaces, joining us for the pay-per-views, just interacting in general. It's been a great year for the community, and we're looking forward to 2023. So... Continue to find us on CSPN.us on the web. You can also search for us, CSPN Media uh, slash The WrestleCast, and you will get this programming uh, in your podcast queues each and every week. Support us by becoming a patron, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Pay to five and get the extra content that goes along with it provided yeah. by us here at CSPN Media. Also, go to CSPN.us, click on the tab that says keep our podcast free, do some shopping through our Amazon link, and some of that purchase will come back to the podcast to help keep the shows free each and every week. So until 2023, Woo. I'm Don DeLorenzo for my co-host, Ms. Simmons. This has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you in the new year.